Love this podcast? Support this show through the supporter feature from Acast. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Okay, okay, okay. We're in, we're in, we're in, we're in. So the snowcast has made it. We have made it. We have made it on to the Guinness media list. Um, this this last, well, was it yesterday? Thursday? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Thursday, uh, Guinness invited uh, the snowcast to attend a media event for the launch of Guinness Zero Zero. Um, so we're going to chat about a bit, bit about that tonight and what happened. So uh, anyway, welcome to the snowcast. This is Owen, as always, joined by DJ Walsh. DJ, how are you getting on, kid? Good, good. Yeah, uh, looking forward to trying this Guinness Zero Zero and uh, seeing what it tastes like, and then talking into some real drink with some alcohol in it. <laughs> And just um, just so that we can clarify, you have been partaking in alcoholic drinks already tonight. Yeah, i've I've had a I've had a few. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Not gonna lie, we got a spade a spade, and uh, and we were very giddy today as well. We we had a giddy day in, in work, um, so I, I'm looking forward to seeing where this goes because we fuck all plans. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Um, and also on the call, so we're back on the Zoom as well tonight, we have um, Tommy Keary from Antiques Ireland and the Irish Design Podcast. Tommy, how are you getting on? Well, that's good, thanks. Thanks for having me on again. Uh, any crack, any any news stories that have uh, tickled your fancy? <laughs> <laughs> Not majorly now, no. <laughs> no. No comment, no comment. Would you believe? <laughs> um, so... You yeah, mean to say, Tommy, that you're not engrossed by fungi going missing? Uh, no, I've uh, I've got a good few memes about it though uh, <laughs> that have been keeping me going. Some <laughs> some very light-hearted ones and some very very dark ones. Yeah. <laughs> follow, follow, the, follow the Irish Design Podcast on Instagram for some yeah. fungi memes. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we'll do a fungi special. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Instagram live. Yeah. <laughs> 
so yeah, I suppose we'll start off with what are you drinking tonight? Um, Tommy, I'll go to you first. What are you? Yeah, drinking so tonight? I'm drinking. Yeah, this, this is a really random one, but uh, um, my father uh, went to a friend's house during the summer, and uh, he got really engrossed by uh, this beer uh, called Per Perlenbacher, and uh, he bought an absolute fucking load of it. It's in a uh, little. For, um, you're the second person in, like in about 48 hours to tell me about Perlin Backer. Yeah, and, like, it's actually beautiful. You have to, yeah, yeah, you have to get I it. I think you just have to go and buy it and just drink it because this is only my second time having a bottle and the first time it's grand, but like it's actually really nice. It's a bit like per, per, Peroni, I suppose you could say. Yeah. But yeah. Is it, what, is it gassy though? I always find no, Peroni a bit gassy sometimes. Yeah, no, it's, it's grand. Cool, cool, cool. Dirt cheap as well, apparently. Yeah, that's that's what you really want. <laughs> and the DJ, what you... zero. The main I need is Guinness zero zero. You want the dirt cheap pearling lacquer? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like it's like that old um, that old college request. Like, what's your strongest, cheapest drink? Yeah. <laughs> that was like my father walking into Little. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, up to the main counter. Yeah. Coming out of the Tesco Wilton, not knowing if you have vodka or painting or in the bottle. Oh, yeah. What's the difference, really? Um, DJ, what do you want tonight? Well, obviously, we have the, the Guinness Zero Zero that we're going to look into in a bit more. But um, we were, we went to the plinth today on. Mm -hmm. And uh, we said we'd knock in. And usually we look at the, the top shelf for the speaking of, of the good deals on beer. Like we normally go to like the craft beer plant and look at the top shelf for the five. There's five or 16 usually. But um, you you got down on your haunches and were making some <laughs> very orgasmic noises uh, from the far side of the plant today. So I followed you around to see what the fuck was going on. And um, you were looking at, you were looking at the expensive beer and uh, I said, fuck it. I'd, I'd crouch down and see what, what was there. And there were some very cool, um, some very cool beers there so so what, what i'm actually going to tuck into uh, after we do the tasting of the guinness is um and i've actually kept the cool beers for the episode i drank all the other stuff there beforehand um but i, I this um pineapple deepa for yellow belly uh onto the breach so it's um I, I i haven't started it yet i'm really looking forward to it i'll give you an update um after the guinness zero zero but uh Looking at the ingredients, like they've got some serious hops in this, and it's seven percent, and it's a four forty mil can. So, like, yeah, I'm getting plastered tonight, so I'm really looking forward to swallowing this. Excellent, um, excellent. And I, and, and I have a, another yellow belly lined up after that. Then metal beer solid. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna, um, I'm gonna enjoy these tonight. I, I really am. I'm gonna fucking really talk into them. So yeah, so that was the that's what actually got me down on my haunches was um <laughs> that uh, metal beer solid, like oh my god, what what fucking artwork for a can? It's so cool. Like I um I tweeted it earlier on my own personal account because uh, there's a guy that myself and Tommy went to school with, and he would have been really big into um PlayStation, and still is actually um. And I tweeted it to him and he was just like, oh my God, yes, this is fucking amazing. Um, so yeah, that was like, what, like you can, you can say what you want about like taste and beer, but like you're not picking up a can unless it appeals to you. Like, you know, like the artwork and the, mar or the marketing. How, yeah, just how big a part it plays now. Oh, it's huge. Beer, like it's absolutely huge. Like, and like even um. 
So I'm drinking at the moment, I'm drinking um, this, it's called um, Wicklow Wolf's um, Apex Tiramisu, and it's a tiramisu oatmeal stout, and it's part of their um, endangered species, um, and it's an eight percenter. Um, but it's, yeah, it's, re- it's really nice, like really kind of like has a kind of like sweet caramelly kind of taste to it. Um, uh and yeah, it's, it, it, it is lovely. But again, like the can that it was, it's just like, it looks premium. The can is just like, it has that kind of the, the Wicklow Wolf, um, like their class artwork with the, the wolf with the Wicklow Mountains and stuff in the background. But um, it has like, it, it just like, it just has like all this kind of like silver effect on it. And mm. um, it just looks really cool. Um, and I got another one as well. It was another one of that endangered species, but like I got totally swayed into it because they were like, this is like one of 2000 only cans that have been produced. And it has like the can number. Like, I think I got like can number 872. Like, like I'm, I'm not going to be keeping the can for like, like you swear it was like a fucking like a uh, posh vodka or something or yeah, like yeah. a or like a, a, a pristine whiskey or something like that that i was going to be keeping like you know but um i got totally roped in in by it as well and i'm proud of myself as well so um yeah i'm drinking the apex thermosu um but yeah as i said at the top of the show um that we were invited by guinness to a guinness media event um so uh dj i might um ask you how how did we get on with with um with guinness and uh um and what you thought of that event yeah like like i suppose everything guinness do marketing wise it was polished and, and and very well put together um and yeah it was great the only problem was it was fucking 11 o'clock on the thursday so um so yeah me. so so yeah. i i had um i was kind of dealing with guinness to kind of get to kind of sort out the invite and sort out a few things but um i um had a text uh dj to say oh man are you ready because <laughs> they hadn't announced that it was an alcohol fear free beer that they were sending us so um I was like, oh, man, are you ready? This Thursday, 11 p.m., we're going to fucking hit it. We have a beer tasting going on at 11 p.m. on Thursday night. I hope you're ready for whatever. He's like, oh, yeah, can't wait, can't wait, can't wait. <laughs> About two minutes later, like, reread the email, like, 11 a.m. Like, I was like, oh, for fuck's sake, we're in the middle of work here. But, um, yeah, uh, yeah, so t- tuned into the event and um yeah like as you say like really really polished um even like the like the hosting quality like you, you could tell it was you know hosted by like an audiovisual company they all had like their proper like were set up in like a proper background like clear as day camera and stuff like and had um like one person had like kind of um kind of like a load of pigeonholes behind them with like loads of like uh bottle pint bottles of of guinness slotted into it and stuff and then like other someone else i think had like the had like kegs or something behind them like but it was all like really really like 
polished as I say like it was just really well done and then like you know they had as you said like all the kind of um the stories and shit like behind it as well like that that they were talking about so yeah it was it, it was really really it was like for our first media event like I think it was a really good one to kind of to go go to like yeah but I, th- I think as well like it was hosted by a guy who listen who I think listens to the podcast actually Pari Fox shout out to Pari um and again like you know it was it was really good because it was hosted it was set up really well it was really well polished but in fairness like they kept it very informal yeah um, yeah you know which was great it was it was a chat and it was a like what do you think of the branding here's the brewing technique here's how we did it uh which was all very interesting like from an early point of view i was fascinated as to how they would maintain you know again it's like texture without um having to Obviously, how do you how do you remove alcohol? Because they said that they went down the process of basically making Guinness and removing alcohol at the end. And how do you do that without um, adding heat to a nitro stout, which is a recipe for disaster? So you know, I think they do it by like really cold filtration, which is um, like, just really interesting from an early kind of technical point of view as well. And again, like that, you know, they were tasting at the time, and, and like you say, we we kind of just could put it on in the background and work. Um, and it was just it was a really cool listen um, yeah but we didn't so, get to taste it so should we taste it yeah exactly that's what i was going to say so yeah that was the the whole thing was that it was like a virtual tasting event so you were meant to kind of listen to the guys talk about it and then taste it and then they were kind of explaining the tasting and stuff like that so obviously we didn't get a chance to to carry that out so we're going to carry that out right now um, Tommy, you won't be with us. I just keep it to the Perlin backer. <laughs> yeah, you can compare the Perlin backer with it. Yeah, um, tip it, tip it. yeah, we come back to you later. And <laughs> but they, they, like just straight away, like on the on the on the can, like um, and again on like the one thing that the Azure do better than anyone is the marketing, and the can is like really well polished. Um, it has this this blue throughout it, and the zero point zero percent is in blue. Saint James's Gate, Dublin, Ireland is in blue, and it's got blue bordering on the top of bottom. And they said that the original tap, the first ever Guinness tap, was blue, and that's why they did it. Maybe it is, maybe it isn't. I'm not sure. But again, it just looks, you know, like it it does look sleek, like you know, it is good. It kind of matches in though, like you know, even if that is the story behind it or whatever, the story that they've kind of joined up with it, like it does kind of match the Heineken Zero Zero, like where they've kind of added in that hint of blue mm. into the into like you know from their green and red primarily colors that they've added the blue into the Heineken Zero Zero. So like it kind of does kind of fit it, like you know and and as well actually even if you see in like supermarkets and stuff you know they have like the zero zero like alcohol free sections now like some of the fridges kind of have like their white fridges with like that blue alcohol free writing like so it all kind of like links in um so you you would kind of suppose like pick it out as um as an alcohol free beer but yeah you can you can hear the widget inside it as well um so it has like kept the widget um, for the crazy. nitrogen release yeah yeah Come here we, we, just before we do this right what what way are you gonna go about the pour are you gonna dunk or are you gonna pour the angle i'm gonna angle it yeah right yeah. i dunk and we'll see if there's any difference yeah okay okay you ready yeah oh jeez pouring guinness into my lovely white gypsy glass that tom ryan gave 
you're gonna win. Well, half mine has gone on the floor anyway. <laughs> <laughs> well, sure, no, that's the only place for her. <laughs> yeah, it's like you're back in the pub. Yeah, we'll never fucking end up being invited to a Guinness event ever again. Now, there's not a great head on it, but uh, that could be also me, like. Uh, and I'll leave it settled. I'll leave it settled. Leave it settled for a minute there. It Actually, it didn't take hardly any, it didn't take any time at all for me to settle there. Okay. And Tommy's man. Uh, Actually, it actually looks pretty good. In fairness, I'll, I'll, I'll show it to you there now. That looks all right, yeah. So, right, point again. Smells like good. I assume they're going to serve it in the glasses, in the zero zero glasses in the bars, are they? So you can. Well, you tell yeah. the difference. You'd hope so. You'd hope yeah. so. Yeah, but once if you, uh, once if you want, if you want a snaky, yeah, a snaky one, yeah. Well, she just be begging him. Go on, please. Please. Well, how'd you get on? Yeah, I look, it it doesn't it 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 tastes like it, like the taste is similar, but it's a different texture and it's a little bit sweeter. Do you think yeah. that you could drink a few? Oh, like you could drink it all night, I'd say. Yeah. It kind of it's kind yeah, of it's like not, a, it's, it's not as bitter, is it? No, it's it's like no, but there's it's still coffee. Yeah, but still yeah. there's still that coffee note, like. But it's it's. Do you know what I'd say this right? And I actually a lot of the, a lot of the fucking Twitter reaction and social media reaction was oh, 2020 strikes again, like Guinness without alcohol and all this kind of stuff, right? Which yeah, it's funny, like, and it's a good joke. But um, I actually saw a lot of people reacting like basically. I saw a couple of people like you know I saw I saw. Same Muslim people who don't drink alcohol really excited about this. Um, and, and I think, like, you know, when the Virgin Mary pub opened in Dublin, a lot of people were saying that people who don't drink can be stigmatized out of drinking, and um, it, it's good for them to be able to socialize. So I think it's a really, really good thing, first of all, because it looks like Guinness, it tastes like Guinness, the texture is slightly different, but who cares? Only the person drinking it will know that. Um, so it won't like it won't look completely out of place as opposed to like a bottle of Heineken Zero Zero and around the pints, you know. Um, I think it's a really good thing, and I think a lot like you see an awful lot of people who you wouldn't think of who would want this product and who are delighted that it's there. I saw people saying that like you know I would love a pint of Guinness without alcohol in it if I was driving. Like I'd still love that feeling of sitting at a bar with a pint of Guinness, even if it's without alcohol. So. It's a fucking very good thing, and and it's very drinkable there. Like it went down very easy. I tell you what, it's not bad at all. I, I it's actually fucking nice. Like this is, it's actually like you wouldn't like unless you're like properly going tasting it. Like you wouldn't know the difference. Like yeah, I know you. I know what you're saying. Like there is that that like like bit of texture difference, but like and it is a little sweeter. But yeah, I'd be happy now to like, especially because I've I've kind of gone down the Heineken zero zero route like for a few things. But like now, I've only had a few sips of this, so I can't attest to its gassiness. But I always get very gassy off that Guinness or the Heineken zero zero, and um, 
and yeah no i i, I definitely would I'd, I'd i'd go for that now if there is if i was driving or whatever or um or or if i if i was trying to like keep up with someone or something <laughs> you're drinking with Tom Fitzgerald for that if yeah if i was um I, if I was drinking with Killer or someone, I might. Toe to toe. Your neck and them, no, Tav. Your neck and them. Yeah. yeah. In, uh, in fairness, now I, I, they've done a good job. To be fair to them, like, I, and I do think like that gassiness associated with like alcohol-free lagers and stuff is a problem. Um, yeah. And. Like similarly, I don't like. I don't think the taste is right with them. Like you know, whereas with this, the taste is right. The texture is just a little bit off. But like, you don't give a fuck if you're out for the night, you know, and you're driving, or you know, like if if you're on antibiotics, for example, you know what I mean. Like, and you're worried about that or whatever it is, or you have to stay off drink for a couple of weeks for whatever reason. Like, it's great that you could go to a pub and have a couple of pints of Guinness and not have to worry about that. Uh, yeah. So yeah, very positive about it to be honest. So, so, so Gavin McCarthy on Twitter asked us earlier on, what do you reckon, lads? So your final, final verdict on that, DJ, is two thumbs up. I, I'd say, like, out of the macro brewery, out of the macro brewery, yeah, out of the macro breweries is the best non-alcoholic one I've tasted, to be honest with you. Hmm. I'd agree. Yeah, yeah, no, fair play. And and this this isn't the like fucking hashtag sponsored by Guinness thing or anything. No, they sent us a can each. That was it. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. we'll, we'll, give him, we'll, give, we'll give them the two, we'll give them the 150 back. Like, yeah, yeah. the military bastards wouldn't even send us like a box each. To send yeah, fucking. fucking. <laughs> but um, no, no, in fairness, no, it's very good. And like, yeah, we're not sponsored by Guinness at all, clearly, because, you know, we have an episode that's titled is The Agio of the Devil. So, like, I think we, we're not, we, we can't be accused of biases here. And it was cool to get invited to the press release. You know, it, it was good to see how these things are done and, and to see how the, the, like, the innovation brewer, I think, was the, the woman's title, job title, to see her talk about, like, different techniques and stuff. So it was good, like, and it was very, it was very interesting. And, like, like I said, it's great that there's a product there for that cohort of people now that is very mainstream and will will give a similar drinking experience just without falling over themselves afterwards. Um, yeah, yeah, you say, you say this now, but at the event, um, we weren't as insightful at all. Um, there, <laughs> we didn't bring up as uh, as good a point. So I, I don't know. I actually I, there must have been what about maybe thirty or forty people on the stream, was it? Um, I have the clue how many. Yeah, but, um, I think. Uh, yeah, I think about that. Like, and you know, there's a few kind of like um, the uh, a few of those kind of like news media sites and stuff that were around where I spotted them on it and stuff. Um, and you you could see that like um, a few of those gave the write ups or whatever. Um, and yeah, they were all kind of asking these like very um good questions about maybe the marketing and how um. The, like say the blue that we're talking about there and where that came from and how great that was and what was the alcohol um, extraction and technique um, but uh, yeah I wasn't too content with um, with asking that so I decided that um, what might be the 
the best question to ask the head brewer was, um, what's your favorite Halloween film? Uh, and uh, yeah, like, I think one of the worst possible answers that was could ever be given was given for a Halloween film where he said Jaws. So like, like who, who in the name of God would, would pick Jaws as a Halloween film? Like, I suppose I get it in the fact that it's, uh, it's somewhat scary in, in parts, but like, again, does it, it, it does horror and um, Halloween actually have to equate to one another? Like, do you know what I mean? Um, so, no, go on, Tommy. Sorry. Yeah, no, that's uh, when you say that because um, I, I was only thinking when people say, "Oh, Halloween," you have to think of something that like has to traumatize you. But like, I remember uh, when I was a child, uh, know the film "Bed Knobs and Br- Broomsticks." <laughs> yeah, that used to freak me out big time. <laughs> when the bed was going, like when the bed was moving and everything, the whole room was. That used to really freak me out. Do you know, so oh, I do, you know think, a, yeah. do you know what's another fucking freaky scene is um you know in the original um Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory when they go down to, through the tunnel. Oh, the river, yeah. the river. oh Jesus Christ, that scares the shit out of me. Like we are never knowing which way that we are going. Fucking uh, hell. <laughs> oh my god, that thing is fucking so scary. I think I think it's a good question though, because like I think you definitely have to first of all, it's like it's a like obviously the definition of a Christmas film is highly contentious. I think the definition of a Halloween film is less contentious because no one really gives a shit. But yeah. like you know, you're not sitting at home for a couple of days watching Halloween films, are you? Like it's kind of just done and dusted. But I think like for me, a big a big contentious question is is the nightmare before christmas a halloween or a christmas film it is most like I, I, well, it's most definitely a christmas film so you say that but there's literally a song in the film that says this is halloween yeah, like that is literally the first song, and then it goes like transitions. So, like five percent of the film is Halloween, and then ninety-five percent of it is all about Christmas. It's pretty much like the Grinch, like isn't it? But like you're in, fucking drunk on, or you're drunk on Guinness Zero. That's what you are. <laughs> no, I, 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 yeah, I, I think, I think that is one of the classics, but. For me, like the one that I keep coming back to, the one that I probably watched the most as a kid was uh, Hocus Pocus. Oh, yeah, um, that, that is quality. That is a great, great film, yeah. And it's actually a Halloween film, unlike Jaws. <laughs> yeah, that's, that is, um, I think that, that is probably the right answer for this question. <laughs> like, that. Um, the, like the... Like it's 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 one of those like teenagey um Nickelodeon esque films where and like I actually think at the time it was a big box office flop and then it just got a big cult following because um th- uh, I think it was I think it was that the fact that it was um so cheap to buy it because it was such a box office flop that um 
uh, that like TV stations were able to buy it really cheap. So ended up showing it every Halloween then. So then everybody then was just like, fuck, this is great. Because actually it is a great film. On the, on the miserable Irish pa- parents buying that in tape instead of buying a good film. <laughs> I know, exactly, yeah. I have another but question I, for you, right? So is, is Ghostbusters a Halloween film? No, it's just a comedy film. Yeah. Yeah. Comedy, I'd say, yeah. Okay, okay, okay. Um, like, I'd, I, I'd say, like, it's, like, for me, Halloween is not about being scary. It's about, like, it's it's about children's folklore more than anything else and, and stories and shit, like, you know? So that's why I think, like, you obviously Hocus Pocus is the obvious one because it's about witches. But, like, the likes of Casper. Do you remember the Casper that came out? That Casper, was, like, that's a good one show. Of the first, that was a good one, yeah. One yeah. Yeah, it was one of the first that kind of like one to use CGI and and for, for to project the ghosts and stuff. And like that, it wasn't scary, but it was like based on Halloween and ba- or based on based on ghosts and ghouls and shit like that. Um, whereas I think like you know if you, like what lies beneath or the Blair Witch Project or something like that, you know, like they're scary films. They're in the horror genre, but they're not Halloween films. You know what I mean? So like. I think Halloween has to encompass, like, it has to be watchable for a 10-year-old child. Do you think then that um, Halloween has become a bit more, um, I, I'm just making up this word, but adult-tized? No, we're just adults now as opposed to, like, teenagers and children. I think that's probably what it is. Like, instead of watching Hocus Pocus on Halloween, you're going to, like, a, a fucking night out, a par- dress-up party where instead of dressing up as like, I don't know, a fucking goblin, like people are going dressing up as like, you know, Britney Spears, but she got stabbed in the arse or something. You know? yeah. <laughs> yeah, get the arse out. <laughs> yeah. You know, so I, I don't know, or, you know, I just, I think that's probably what it is. It's just we're at a different point in our life, but I think fundamentally, like your question, if your question is what a, a Halloween film, like I think it has to be a children's film, like ultimately. Yeah, no, I think I think you're right. Um, no, I I just think that maybe like that that whole um horror association that's come in, kind of come into Halloween has been like you know these kind of like horror horror movie marathons and stuff that are being played on TV and things like that, um that are more so like adults trying to nearly rob like Halloween from kids like when when it is actually just like a fucking kids holiday like that just go out and play trick or, trick or treat or whatever um but I'll yeah tell you what i fucking hate about halloween oh i'll tell you what i hate about halloween i think i, I tommy you might have some fucking serious thoughts on this maybe not i hate this shit like spice pumpkin lattes and fucking this nonsense around halloween you know what i mean that's I mean, not that's 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 autumnal that that's not yeah. That's no. that's that's harvest. That's yeah. harvest time there. He hates the harvest every year. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I don't know. I thought it was Halloween. Get back out in the fields. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I like fucking. I I don't know. I, you know the way, but you'd see it like with the Halloween kind of fucking decorations up around a coffee shop there or something, and they'd have like a spice pumpkin latte. I always associate with Halloween anyway. I don't know. Yeah. Like just get. I like. I just want the fucking coffee. Like you know. I don't. I. I want the function. I don't want to pay an extra two euro for a gummy tasting coffee, because you've come up with a spooky name for it. Like. 
No, I, I if I'm going to Starbucks, I'll get the the, the sugariest shit I can Big possibly stupid get. Stupid fucking yeah, yeah. novelty one. Yeah, I think like actually Starbucks is kind of made for that, isn't it? Like it's not like you're not going into Starbucks and getting an americano, like you know, because I think the coffee is shite enough anyway. Um, but um, like their whole thing is like, oh, do you know, do you want a, a caramel macchiato? Actually, extra sugar. Kira's after getting fucking so notionsy when it comes to coffee in Starbucks. What did she get there the other day? She got um a oh what was her order? A tall um a tall pumpkin spice latte with foamed oat milk and something else. Was there? Uh, no cream or something like that like it but it literally took her about 15 minutes to say the order like because there's just like so many variations coming out of her mouth like and like she's dead right as well because that's that's what they're built for of starbucks like it's not like it's not like you're going to a, a local fucking barista or whatever that's yeah just pouring you a nice one like it's funny like it's just ho- it's just it's just this marketing calendar. Do you know what I mean? Like, they just literally try and ramp it up. Like, as in now, like, Halloween is like the whole month of October, whereas Christmas used to be the month of December at a push or from the 8th of December. Now it's literally the minute that Halloween is over. It's fucking. Yeah. All systems and, yeah, they, for Christmas. They'll have, um, they'll have all those pumpkin spice lattes out and they'll have the gingerbread lattes in then, the, like, yeah. the, literally the following day, then, like, you know. Yeah. So yeah, no, you're, yeah, you're 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 dead right. Um, what would you what would you say are the the what would you say are the Halloween colors? If if I was to ask you, I, like flat out, what are the Halloween colors? What what would you say? Orange and red. 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 <laughs> well, red for blood. the blood. blood. Yeah. <laughs> the bloody pumpkin. Yeah. What would you say, DJ? I just said orange and black. Yeah, um, the correct answer. Correct answer. <laughs> <laughs> Tommy, you're on zero points. <laughs> well, but I can see where Tommy's coming from. And I also would throw a gammy green in there as well for Frankenstein. Oh, yeah, yeah. What would you think of purple? Is that in there? Is that purple, like, yeah, has a bit of it, yeah. Yeah. I'd or say that's, white. that's kind of like, I'd say black and orange are tier one right they're they're your they're your mainstay they're home right? colors yeah home colors yeah yeah but the away kit might be green and purple you know <laughs> it's just like a Roma jersey from the mid 90s <laughs> Roma against the uh, fucking Fiorentina when mm. Fiorentina yeah. had the Nazi fucking symbols <laughs> on the jerseys What do you do, what 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 do you dress up as kids when you're going out trick treating? Do you have any any? Um... Yeah. So we had nothing like so. It's just the the old bed sheets, the whole bed sheets. Yeah, the bin bag was a good one. Yeah, I had, yeah I had to paint on bin bag a few years, all right. Um, and the old gammy, the old gammy, uh, fucking mask from Pound World. Yeah, the oh, one yeah. that you probably you probably like lost ten years off your life just inhaling the fucking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I have a good one. I went um I went um trick or treating with a cousin of mine um uh, kind of uh around the kind of country side in Wexford there one year and um I was dressed up as um Batman. 
but um i had <laughs> for some reason i had a big long sword as well with me. just in case <laughs> just in case yeah <laughs> but uh, i was um i was going trick-or-treating around to this house and um we uh, myself and the cousin we were kind of brought into the house you, you wouldn't be doing it nowadays, no, <laughs> but um it was this kind of um i'd say she must have been a, a six-year-old woman uh, well actually I, I don't know what age she was you know when you're that young you just think everyone's, everyone's absolutely, old, like, absolutely yeah. ancient like yeah and and i must have been only about maybe like uh five or six myself at the time um, but, um she was just like oh and who do we have here is this batman and she was like aren't you gorgeous batman right <laughs> and I just whipped out the sword and just went, fuck her off! And absolutely let her join with the sword. Oh, jeez. <laughs> yes. I remember one year. Um, I got some bollocking off the mother then after. Bait There'd be no sweets for you, you bastard. Oh. Go on, Tommy. Yeah, you were saying. Yeah, one year, but I don't know. Like this is very. Uh, you definitely couldn't do it now, or you probably shouldn't have done it then. But me and a few of the lads that lived off the road, we we dressed up as the IRA, and uh, <laughs> <laughs> we had, we had like I think we were going to go as like cowboys um, and Indians or something like that. That we had the guns and all ready to go. But then we Which decided, like, yeah, I think, like, I don't know, like, like one of the fathers of Balaclavas. Yeah, I did, yeah, but I, I think we just had that, like, I, I, I took one of my father's hats and just cut it up. Uh, we went around the street then, uh, going up to the door saying, hello, it's the IRA, will you give us some sweets? <laughs> <laughs> oh, for fuck's sake, that's so yeah, good. You couldn't do that now, anyway. No, no, no. Uh, uh, DJ, do you uh, did you? Yeah, you said you're you're bin bagged up to the lines. <laughs> yeah, but like, I, you know what? I think back to Halloween, like you know, and like fuck it, it was it was great crack and all that, and like you've got to dress up. But I think if a fuck about the dressing up, it was the games I was big in. Oh yeah, um, all the old fucking head bopping and for the for the apple and you couldn't do that nowadays it. either. <laughs> No, I sure he'd be drowning the children like. But um but you'd also be spreading the COVID like mad. Spreading the COVID, drowning the children. But as well, like sticking dirty coins. Do you know the way it's emerged now? Like, especially with COVID, they'd be talking about like all the different substances that could be found on coins. Did you do that where like your parents would stick like 10p and 20p into like different apples and you head bop to try and bite the apple and you got whatever money was in that apple? Did you do that? No. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, that was, what, in, that was what? There was coins in the apple, is it? Yeah, but you'd be blindfolded, right? And yeah. then you'd put your head in the water, bobbing for the apple. And like literally, your your owl lad would just take like a twenty pence and like absolutely like shove it into the apple through the skin. <laughs> so then you whatever apple you took a chunk out of, that was your apple then, and you got whatever oh, money was in that. I don't think I was ever blindfolded, Bob and Frappers. <laughs> Are you sure you weren't being waterboarded? <laughs> I just thought he was a Tommy and his mates in a row were just waterboarding me. <laughs> yeah. He's a British agent. He's a British agent. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> waterboarded at 10 years of age. Yeah. Dropping um, 20 peas on your throat. <laughs> I, I tell you though, I was the kind of 10 year old would have been so unaware of what was going on around me that I probably could have been being waterboarded and thought it was a game. Like. <laughs> but yeah, there was that. Like, and I used to love the fucking candy apples as well. Like, you know. Oh, yeah, yeah. I have some fierce fond apple memories from the old Halloween. Like, so would you have gotten the candy apples like off the mother? Would that have been like an activity of home or would it have, or would there have been a neighbor who would have given them out? Well, no, you'd never take a neighbor's apple. Um, yeah. It was like... No, but I think if a neighbor was given an apple, I'd only just get a, like a fucking... Oh, like... A, neighbor, an apple. Like just an apple. That's all yeah. I'd be getting. Like, and you'd yeah, but fucking get the thing apple, you'd fucking get the window. And yeah. Back, back yeah. yeah. <laughs> fucking back at him. <laughs> yeah that is I mean I, <laughs> yeah. I don't understand this crack of like giving children fucking fruit on Halloween you know yeah I mean? exactly like, it's mostly, or like, the monkey nuts you want yeah well actually I face the monkey nuts oh, I'm mo- a big fan of the monkey nuts yeah the monkey nuts are the most deceptive things ever like they take up half the fucking bucket and then you only have like a smidgen of yeah. like actual nut in them like yeah there's some hassle like well, to open there's it. some hassle yeah, yeah. But I think as well, like what I was going to say was, like we used to have like all the um, cousins meet up together, like, and you'd all just go to someone's. We usually go to my aunt's house that was in the middle of a load of housing estates because it was a bigger, like, you get a a, a bigger kind of pull in the, the old fucking trick or treating. But it was great because like then you'd go back and they'd have like the the old candy apples and a few bits and bobs and a few games and shit like that. But um. That, that was pretty much what it is, what it was. But I, I was thinking of something else there a second ago when you were saying, um, ah, fuck it, come back to me. Um, the, the fucking 70% is going to my head. Yeah, jeez, the zero zeros, fucking terrible shite. Um, <laughs> I, um, I, and right, so, so those are maybe a few of your your childhood memories but has there been anything like in recent years like so say uh, i suppose probably college onwards like which isn't recent anymore but <laughs> i can always live i can always pretend that i'm still in college um like i i i think like in college for me anyway like there was there was quality events going on like and um it was always great, great crack, like going to like a house session dressed up and whatever. And then tipping into town, not as much. Like it, it was always kind of rammed. Everyone was trying to kind of show off or whatever. It wasn't, it wasn't great. But I used to love the, the house parties, like where you just fucking tip around moldy and uh, like just wearing ridiculous gear. And everyone kind of like lost that kind of like bit of inhibition about them, themselves as well. Like. It was really like I don't I don't know I I'd, I'd really I'd a really good time at some uh, house parties. Dress up as uh, Kiss one year. Um, um, what else did I do? Oh yeah, I did um demo De- and Ivor. You know I did demo from demo oh, yeah. Ivor. That was um that was a good one as well. Like yeah, but uh, yeah, sure you have the guards call everything to the to the house. <laughs> I remember there was one, there was one in, in um, my house in UCC, uh, the guards called and uh, I was dressed up as your man Damo from Damo, I was always just looked like an absolute scumbag. 
and I was like, called out the guards. Yeah, an absolute sexy skanger. Um, and I called out to the guards, and they were like, "What are you up to?" Like the like the bass, like the house was literally vibrating, like um, from the the volume of the speakers. I was like, the, the, the guards were like, "What are you at, lads? We ever fucking just shut this thing down?" And like, do you know, like when there's a house and it's literally rammed full of people that there's like a hundred or so in the house and you're like sure i can't control this at all and they're like but do you live here and like yeah but like it's been taken over by the others now like i like i'm only a participant in this that's it exactly so yeah i think then they asked me um for the number of mail of my landlord like you know and um I think I gave him uh, the phone number of um, one of the lads I went to primary school with. <laughs> Dan spoken to in absolute years. <laughs> so uh, I hope I hope he got that. Hope if he's listening, Andrew. I hope you're, I hope <laughs> I hope they ran you. <laughs> you, you I hope they, they never caught me anyway afterwards. Um, Tommy, do you have any any from recent years? Any any good events? Uh... Don't need any majorly ones, but I remember up in Limerick every year, like it was very trendy. Some things are just very trendy to, I remember one year, a load of people dressed up as babies. Cause like those man, those man grows, do you know, like the full size. Oh yeah. 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 They were in pennies that year. I remember like everyone, like it was just like the handy, like go to costume. Yeah. Uh, you know, there's just heaps of lads. Uh, that was um that, that was like when we went over to um New York, Tommy, and um we just decided to put on a pair of scrubs and just go as doctors because yeah. yeah. it's literally the handiest thing that we could get. Like yeah. we went to like a nursing needs, wasn't it? We actually got like proper scrubs. Proper scrubs. <laughs> was, what was, oh yeah, because actually didn't we go to we went to a few costume shops and like it was ridiculous money and mm. Everything was sold out because we were going by on on Halloween. <laughs> we were going at like five PM on Halloween to buy a costume. Yeah. And uh yeah, then we ended up just going to nurse and needs and getting a, a few fucking scrubs. Um that was ideal though. That was it was the most comfortable fucking Halloween I've ever had in my life. Yeah, no, it was grand, it was handy. Uh DJ, you Anything? um any recent any recent stories? To be to be honest and honest with you, like Halloween just passes me by for the last five, six years. Like just I don't know what it is. I just I'm always seem to be fucking working or something or you know, like yeah. I just it's just passed me by. Whereas like I think thinking back to college, like I don't think I ever made much of an effort. And I was always kind of just on the beer early in the day and <laughs> yeah. I just never. I I just, like I I I remember dressing up as a pirate one year where I literally just put on, had like an old pair of jeans, a checked shirt, and then I had the waistcoat from like bibs, and I put on like a, a bandana and an eye patch. Still at the dead waistcoat. Yeah, still at the dead waistcoat. I'm wearing it now. Um, uh, and actually, I just, you went up. You went up the aisle with that, didn't you? There. Yeah, yeah. Andy, <laughs> I'm thinking lots. Of it. Um, and there was another year where, like, in our class in college, um, like I'm six or four, six or five, and there's another guy who's the same height. 
So I stole his lab coat, his name badge, and uh, spray painted my hair red. Ken Howard, shout out to Ken. And I just went as Ken for Halloween because I just, it was just minimal effort. I just got like orange hairspray in a fucking joke shop or something. And I, I, I was never one for making much of an effort. Like you were always top notch in your costumes and, and dressing up Halloween like and, and that. But like I, I just don't have that creative gene in me to fucking pull off a good costume. And I'd always think about it like it would literally be two o'clock on Halloween and I'd be in the pub and I'd be like, fuck, I don't have a costume. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, no, I, I, I love the thing about Halloween, though, is just that, like, like someone coming along in an absolute, like, muck costume, like, nobody bats an eyelid either, like, you know, it's just like, uh, like, you're here, like, you've actually put on something, like, I think it's the lads that come, like, especially when everybody's dressed up and then someone just comes in a fucking check shirt or something, you're like, just dressed up for a night out and they're just like... You're the Wally here now, like yeah. yeah. There was there was one day, there was one Halloween. I think it felt like it fell on um, it fell on a Saturday or Sunday, and the Monday was a bank holiday. When when we weren't long out of college, we were only maybe so like I had a small bit of money, but like I I get like that now was meeting people in town at like twelve o'clock for a few points, and I went in, and I I forgot about a costume again like that. I was like I was just like in my head I sorted out. And I got into town and like. I'm never cold, so I was wearing just a t-shirt and a jeans and a pair of like Vans shoes. And I had like no idea. I was I was skinny at the time as well, so I had like no idea what I was going to do. And I was passing a like a novelty shop again, like, and I bought a wig, and I spray painted the wig green, and I just went around topless and pretended I was Jeff Hardy for the night. Oh God! Pure muck, like that is absolutely muck. Um, and speaking of muck, you can support the muck the snowcast on patreon.com forward slash snowcast. Um, yeah, there's been some good chats there tonight, lads. Um, quite enjoyed it. Um, I suppose I'll, I'll, I'll fucking, I'll throw in an ad somewhere into the, into this along the way at some stage, but, uh, yeah, I know it's been, um, it's been it's been good 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 chatting to you lads and uh should be out around halloween should be out around halloween hopefully yeah we'll see, we'll see what the spooky, crack is spooky special yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> hashtag spooky special yeah yeah um right uh sure we'll leave it there tommy any any parting words when's when's the next auction <laughs> monday the 7th of december <laughs> yeah. 10 a.m yeah um, the uh, the level five restrictions will be lifted. So yeah. come, come one, come all. <laughs> yeah, we're actually getting Tony Hulhan uh, to announce the auction as well. I would say. Yeah, celebrity, <laughs> celebrity auctioneer. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, I was going to say there on as well. Um, we're going to try and do this thing for the month of November, and we're going to yeah. call it the pandemic. Um, where we're going to try and drink four cans each. On each episode, every day, gonna be, <laughs> be pandemonium. Uh, candemonium. Um, we're going to drink four cans each on each episode for four weeks in November, which would be thirty-two cans. So we want to try and drink a can from each county in Ireland, just as the lockdown's happening and nobody's drinking um, draft, and it, it's back to cans. We just want to highlight uh, a brewery in each county, 
So what I'd say is anyone listening, get in contact with us on social media for at Snowcast on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, or you can email the snowcast at gmail.com. And just fucking let us know. Like there's there's counties where we want no breweries or we, we, we wanna how to get the beer and stuff. So if you are in a county or know of a brewery in a county that we mightn't be familiar with that we haven't mentioned on the podcast before, just let us know, get in contact, tell us and make suggestions because um we're gonna we've got like 10 days to try and box this off um to try and find, figure out where we're gonna get the cans from. And um like obviously we'll probably, we want we'll probably to buy box the off the go- handy ones first. <laughs> Yeah, oh yeah, we spent the first few weeks doing the handy ones, but like obviously we want to play the kind of breweries. Um, so if you have any suggestions, we we'll be welcome and open to all suggestions. Obviously, if they can be sourced in Waterford or, or to Kenny or Kildare, um, it'll make an make an easier. Um, but just if you let us know, um, any breweries that you'd like featured in our pandemic uh, series, we'd much much appreciate it. Um. And obviously, you'll be familiar with the breweries that we love and and feature quite frequently on the podcast. So we're looking to try and even try out a few new breweries. Um, if ones haven't featured, let us know, and we we'll be mad keen to um to talk into them. Good stuff. All right. Um, sure we'll talk to you next week, lads. Good luck. Good luck. Good luck. deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Normally, being a little extra can be a bit much, but when it comes to healthcare, it pays to be extra. And United Healthcare makes it easy with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they supplement your primary plan, helping you manage out-of-pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods. So when it comes to covering your medical bills, you can feel good about being a little extra. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program.